you know, because of this plant, the cannabis plant, we've all become friends we, with each other. We've all become helpmates and, mm-hmm. um, you know, giving new ideas. And um, there are just so many areas we have left to uh, explore. And I, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what's next. Got a lot of love. Yeah, that's for sure. Got music and movies and friends and medicine. Yow! Is the show for me and you. The one you love to listen to. And oh, you got your friends. See it through. Seek laughter is medicine too. Love Ed Show. I'm your co-host, Brandon Lee, and we don't dispense medical advice, and all your health choices are your own. And the opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those of our producer, Edge Productions. This is season six, episode two, sponsored by Caris Healthcare and the relevant app. Hey, Brandon. How, how are, are you? doing? I'm doing great. You know, I'm living the cannabis lifestyle. Oh, <laughs> What does that mean to Wendy Love Edge when she lives the cannabis lifestyle? Do you uh, do you sleep on marijuana? What do you do? Like, uh, is it is it in your pillows? I wish, I wish, actually. Um, well, you know, really, what it means to me is having uh, cannabis um, cannabinoids, you know, uh, taken as medicine. Um, you know, when Eat I was living, breakfast, you just <laughs> pour milk on it, put a little well, sugar and. You know, when I lived in Massachusetts and we had the ability to grow, which I, I always have to say, grow rights are human rights, because that's oh, the truth. I um, agree. Yeah. So I, I had the leaves and also uh, my friends who grew would save the leaves, the big fan leaves. Oh, okay. And I would juice them. I put them in my shake in the morning and then head to the gym. Right. And yeah, I didn't know you could juice. Juice yes, marijuana. That is that's not something I've never even fathomed. I didn't know you could take the, the leaves and do that. Yeah. You know, in Arkansas, we're just so held back from everything. We don't know any of this stuff. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I feel like uh, the people here really miss out and lose the full benefit of the plant. So my day would start with the juicing because raw cannabis is so good to reduce inflammation take the swelling right out of my joints and the stiffness so I could do well at the gym that day, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and then, um, you know, using the medicine throughout the day in different ways, whether I'm smoking or using a tincture and uh, also talking about it, you know, activism, uh, connecting with other people who use cannabis as medicine, 
um, and uh, breaking the stigma as much as possible. So for me, that's uh, living the cannabis lifestyle. I don't get to fully do that here in Arkansas because the law Not is quite, just the so limited. Yeah, yeah, you right. got to be sheltered. Yes, you know, I, uh, you're talking about cannabis lifestyle. I was just seeing all these athletes that live the cannabis lifestyle. They just, I was reading up that almost 90% of the NFL say they use cannabis. Some people use it right before they play. Mm-hmm. And as we know, like the most famous one, Michael Phelps, that guy's got a few gold medals. And, yes. <laughs> right. and he has been living that lifestyle as well. I think one of the big things, Wendy, is um, not making not making that much judgment about people and how the way they get through with their life. Mm -hmm. especially if it's not affecting you. Right. And, you know, when we talk about lifestyle, you know, we're kind of talking about habits, attitudes, what we consume on all levels, whether it's the music we listen to or what we're eating. Um, And so adding that word lifestyle to cannabis to me makes sense. But when I first started talking about it on social media in preparation for this episode, people were like, cannabis lifestyle <laughs> what are you talking about you know are we yeah, lying on the couch eating a bag yeah, of like candy Scrooge McDuck and you got a big old swimming pool of <laughs> marijuana you know like you're living the full lifestyle you know <laughs> yeah, right. but, but there is I mean yeah people maybe there's a stigma attached to people thinking that you know everyone thinks that you're living the the lifestyle and you're Snoop Dogg or something you know but there's different ways that as you mentioned now that you're saying these things that uh, they can really be so helpful in your particular life. You know, mm-hmm. you're dealing right. with a lot of things uh, personally that that affect you and that these things literally help you in your daily right. life. So that's part of your routine as, as much as it it is for some people to have to take prescriptions every day mm-hmm. um, or do things to keep their body going, you know? Right. And I can see, you know, for some who may in ways, I, I guess using the word misuse the medicine to the point Abuse. of use, <laughs> overuse, I don't, you know, yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't like to put judgment on that so much, but I have known people who, you know, it's difficult for them to get going because they're over consuming, especially with THC. Right. Um, you know, and we and gotta s- remember that everyone is an individual and everyone is different. And I really am a true believer that uh, the same thing goes with uh, medications and and cannabis and things like that. It affects people differently, period. So mm-hmm. what happens for you may not happen to your friend or your, even anyone you know. And so you definitely have to listen to your body and and realize what's happening around you. Yes, and things are passing by too quickly and they're not, you know, they're not making sense or you you feel things that are dropping and you know maybe the cannabis lifestyle needs to be drawn back a little bit, you know, right, right. Uh, and finding your groove, you know? Yeah. I mean, Hey, during parts of the pandemic, when, you know, I was feeling sort of isolated and um, really missing connections, you know, there were oh, yeah. days where it was easier to get higher and just be <laughs> right. Right. But and Hey, that's a hey, parachutes, man. You just parachute <laughs> down, you know, you're yeah, like, right. you're good. Yeah. Like, I think that there's are, there are times like that. I think everyone uh, kind of does that. You know, people do the same thing, Wendy, with alcohol and way worse, way worse mm-hmm. situations. You know, you can't say there is a big difference between um, cannabis and alcohol. And we know this, but you can turn it into a crutch either right. way. Anything right. can be a crutch. That's um, true. That's true. And, and or abuse. you can, you know, you mentioned Snoop Dogg and I was like, you know, man, you know, that's like a luxurious lifestyle of fast paced, right. fun. Um, 
is it a, a cannabis lifestyle? Maybe there are different levels or, or different uh, ways that people express a cannabis lifestyle. I don't know. Right. And maybe we need to all get on Snoop Dogg's level. That was, yeah, sure. <laughs> we need more Snoop Dogs in this world. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're. Uh, I know that uh, we're talking about this lifestyle, and there's all sorts. Of, as I said, I mentioned before, is um, there are a lot of different lifestyles out there, and the big thing is is to judge a person by their character and not kind of how they have to get through the day. Now, I understand you definitely have to keep your friends in check too, because as you mentioned, like some people get way out there mm-hmm. and to be uh, reeled back in right. uh, a little too high so <laughs> right. um, definitely right. I think listen to your body and definitely watch out for your other, uh, your other friends and things like that too yeah I think you're right uh, you know like anything uh, we can overdo it uh, whether it's overeating or over hey, you can overwork out we were talking about that last week mm-hmm. absolutely you can't do too much right right <laughs> but I think in general um, you know it can be a very healthy lifestyle and uh, and and that's why I wanted to do this show to kind of to highlight how some people have used this plant and this medicine to really enhance their life and and feel better, you know. Yeah, and as you mentioned, advocate and to help other people. You know, we were talking about sixties and seventies, way different time for any uh, people that uh, use cannabis. Uh, it was a way different time, and all these people that paid the path for us to be a little bit more comfortable and even you and I talking about it, you know? Absolutely. Some of the folks on this show um, really absolutely paved the way for all of us and um, and have lived the cannabis lifestyle for a very long time. Um, so They I were think... doing it before Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> for sure. And speaking of that, I had, I had the chance to sit down with Eve Lentz, Tom Lowerman, and... Crystal Anderson or Uber Jane to discuss the cannabis lifestyle. And that's coming up next. Joining me now is cannabis and hemp activist Eve Lentz. Ms. Lentz has been a core group member of the Seattle Hemp Fest since 1997 and for years worked at the festival's history booth. She's been a cannabis and hemp advocate for decades, including her close friendship with the late Jack Herr, author of the groundbreaking book, The Emperor Wears No Clothes. She has helped with startups of and memberships in historic groups like Normal Women of Washington, and Grandma's for Ganja, just to name a couple. And she was also on the committee who drafted the Washington State Initiative, making the state legal for cannabis as medicine in 1998. She credits cannabis with saving her life. Welcome to the show, Eve Lentz. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, I'm so happy to be asked to be on here. Thank you. Oh, you're, you're most welcome. Also joining me, is Farmer Tom Lowerman. Farmer Tom grew up with a deep appreciation for cannabis. The vision for his current lifestyle started in 1999 after a raid of his collective garden. Farmer Tom has been combining his life's passions, professional landscape and construction experience, his vision of medicinal and food and plant production, his talents as a keynote speaker, and his work as a plant advocate to bring forward 
the hemp and cannabis industry. Tom Larman is an expert in his field. In fact, CNBC called him a cross between Paul Newman and Jerry Garcia. Mm-hmm. MJ Headline News called him the Walt Whitman of weed. Marvel Comics, the federal government, and Weed Maps sought him out for his expertise. And uh, so did we here at the Wendy Levitt Show. Welcome, Farmer Tom. Thanks so much, Wendy, for having me on the show. This is a, a great pleasure and an honor. Thank you. Thank you. Crystal Anderson, also known as Youper Jane, is a caregiver in Michigan's beautiful Upper Peninsula. She enjoys cultivating cannabis and other plants and gourmet mushrooms. A proponent of earth medicine, activist, and advocate, Crystal is breaking the stigma every day, particularly for women. Welcome to the show, Crystal. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad that you're all here. And we're going to have a panel discussion about cannabis lifestyle. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because I started uh, sort of preempting the show a little bit, talking about cannabis lifestyle on social media. And people were like, what is a cannabis lifestyle? What are you talking about? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask each of you uh, one at a time, if you could explain to me, what does a cannabis lifestyle mean to you? And how uh, is it implemented in your own life? Um, if you'd like to start, Eve, that would be great. To me, a cannabis lifestyle, um, I've been... Uh, having that lifestyle since I went to college in 1971 and somebody said here try this joint and I was afraid because I was told by my parents and everyone else that it's not uh, you know it's a bad thing Mm -hmm. and but I'm glad that rules and everything are lessening now because Mm -hmm. it's it was made a devil we you know and it's it's really medicine to me and has saved my life like you said earlier yeah wonderful Uh, so tom um how about you uh what does living a cannabis lifestyle mean to you well before i get started eve and her sister man they're total legends and (laughs) they were on it so early in the day and and it's such an honor to be on a (laughs) podcast on a panel with eve and just mm-hmm. all of you, but her and her sister are amazing people. And, you know, they've uh, spearheaded lots of movements and they've been at, oh, every event and at the courthouses with us over the years. And they're just super, super great people. Truly so living the lifestyle. Yeah, oh, truly yeah, the, living the lifestyle in every way. And believe me, I didn't, I, I, I am honored that, uh, that Eve is here as well. Um, so thank you again. Uh, She's a being total here. encyclopedia on music and hemp and cannabis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if anybody, she's got it all up there in her brain, you know. So it's uh, she's a huge <laughs> reference and an accurate reference. Also, yes. So. Nice. Uh, so, so what? It, what is what is the lifestyle for you, Tom? Well, it's uh, I grew up, you know, surfing and skateboarding and downhill mountain bike racing in San Diego and I, you know, I beat myself up and I found cannabis at a young age and it really helped all around. It just made my whole life better. 
and uh, the organic lifestyle kind of came off the clean living off the beach and you know eating what we caught and fresh mm -hmm. vegetables and then landscaping that I did when I started planting plants for a, a landscape contractor in San Diego um, that kind of you know it all started coming together and we started growing our own the seeds that we got from Mexico we started growing them in our backyard Mm -hmm. And um, then I met my wife, uh, who has um, she has uh, medical issues. She uh, she has a compromised immune system, mm -hmm. so we needed to get to a place where we had our own water and we could grow our own food and we could grow our own cannabis. So for, for us, I've kind of coined the term like cannabis organic lifestyle, and uh, that's kind of been what we've been living for the last twenty five years. Me and my wife. Wonderful. Um, it sounds like uh, pretty healthy to me. We're going to talk more about that as we go uh, along on the interview. Um, but it sounds like cannabis lifestyle includes these other uh, healthy eating choices, which I love that. So moving uh, to Crystal, um, I'd love to know uh, your, your thoughts about what a, a healthy or, or, or a cannabis lifestyle means to you. So uh, healthy cannabis lifestyle means to me that you are, um, you know, living organically. I definitely identified with that part. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what you're putting into your body is definitely going to produce an outcome, right? So like you might see that in um, aches and pains in your body, right? You might see it in headaches, um, your body's going to respond to everything that you're putting in it because we all have these unique, amazing bodies, right? Mm -hmm. So I think about what it really is in the eyes of my children, right? Because mm -hmm. I, I consider myself mother first and foremost. And um, it for me, that means normalizing it for the future generation, because if they don't see uh, how it how natural it is in how how much it helps people, then they're going to grow up to stigmatize cannabis. And that is something that I feel is my job to kind of inform and help other people in this space come out and, and maybe find um, some community in that. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's, that's what a cannabis lifestyle includes. It's interesting. You brought up some really good points, all of you. Um, and uh, it, it really ties in with kind of my next question, because you all kind of talked about these really positive aspects that it brought out by adding cannabis to your life, you know, whether it's, you know, music or an art or, uh, you know, it's eating healthier or looking at sustainability, you know, it, it does seem to open our minds, you know, to these other positive things. But many people associate a cannabis lifestyle with people being a stoner, being a slacker, uh, you know, laying around on the couch, eating snacks, right? <laughs> right? But, you know, yeah. so how do we, uh, how do we help people kind of move away from that, uh, that idea? What, what are your thoughts about that, Eve? I really think that most people are now more aware um, of what cannabis is, um, the CBD market uh, took off, thank goodness, because that's very healing. Mm -hmm. And we just 
thought it was a weed. It grew in our yard. We we tried to smoke it, but it didn't get us high, but it made us feel good. <laughs> anyway, um, mm-hmm. and they've eradicated it all over, you know, the United States and probably other countries. And mm-hmm. I just know that it's a healing and wonderful plant. And I've had a wonderful life, um, sometimes hard because, um, you know, getting to all these different meetings for different groups, women of weed, um, normal women in Washington, all of that. And, but mainly it's the people themselves and how people keep trying to find new ways to, to explore the plant and find, you know, get it to the public um, in ingenious ways. And, mm-hmm. and just, um, like Tom Lowerman is one of my heroes and just his feel was beautiful, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Right. Just, um, yeah. It's so- people like that in my life that, you know, I always have forever. They're mm-hmm. forever friends. And, um, you know, we all work together or whatever. And um, I just love um, my lifestyle um mm-hmm. it sounds like community people that are in it it sounds like maybe your thought is by continuing to create community and bringing forward these other cannabinoids like cbd we're we're always working on breaking the stigma of that stoner life that people might see in a movie but you know i don't think any of us here today are living really that particular life not that that's bad either uh, but mm-hmm. if we're thinking about cannabis lifestyle in terms of health and wellness we're all kind of living that <laughs> instead right well i really feel now that it's legal uh we're not afraid um or in most places um, right <laughs> we're not afraid anymore and i had a fear of quote coming out but i couldn't help but do that because that was in me. I, you know, was a voice, one of hundreds. And if it wasn't for all those hundreds of people, we wouldn't be here talking right now. It's wonderful people that, that share ideas and, and a joint. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It just, it always uplifts me. Yeah. The community, I think, Uh, I think by its nature, cannabis creates community. And then the community lifts us up, you know. Um, Wonderful people. Yeah, absolutely. Tom, do you have any ideas about kind of uh, breaking that idea of the cannabis lifestyle being about slackers and lying on the couch and eating snacks? (laughs) (laughs) I kind of laugh at it, but I want to go back to what he was saying. Uh And the the activists and the advocates, we did all this out of pocket. Most of us broke. Most of us barely holding on. So many people put so much of their lives so that so that the plant would be free and that everybody and that everybody could smoke it and have it and participate in it. Mm -hmm. And it's really sad now to see all these Chads and Karens and you know, uh, mega corporations diving in and stealing it all away from us. And it's really hard for people, 
you know, a lot of the advocates who made it legal are kind of getting left in the in the dust. So, you know, if you're out there buying products or are are on the market, find the product that and do a little research and find the products that are made by the advocates, the people that brought you the plant, who did all the work, who went to jail, who mm -hmm. sacrificed everything, who was shunned from public, who was laughed at, all these things we all went through in our own separate communities across the country. So mm -hmm. if, any, if everybody really wants to, to do good and to feel good about your purchase, purchase from people who help start the movement. I'd love um, for that to be a, a tenet of living a cannabis lifestyle. <laughs> I agree with you a thousand. Yeah, definitely. Yes. So I want to move on to another question. And uh, Crystal, I'm going to uh, send it to you first, because I know that it's very important to you uh, how uh, women have access to cannabis and that the stigma is broken for women. You know, through our life cycle, we have, you know, childbearing years and menopause and all of that. Um, is cannabis is a cannabis lifestyle healthy for women, and how do we impart that if you feel that it that it is? Which I'm guessing you probably do. <laughs> I do. I do think it's healthy for women. I I think that there's a lot of practical applications for women. Uh, you know, like th the first thing that jumps out to me is like our menstrual cycles, right? Like, I mean that that might be an uncomfortable topic for I guess some people, but it's it's real. We have cramps. Mm -hmm. We have pains after childbirth. We have things that we deal with every day that can be dealt with with cannabis. And honestly, it's, it's, it's harmless, really. Like you think about even Tylenol, right? And I mean, Tylenol has its applications. It's a medication, right? But you can use cannabis and not overdose on cannabis and treat the same ailments without that risk. So if, mm -hmm. if you're to ask me, which I prefer, you know, for, for my life, I'm, I'm going to go with cannabis because I don't want to rely on someone else to provide me with my medication, um, is, is another lesson in sustainability, you know? So, um, being self-reliant and, um, that's another theme, I guess, that's really important for women that you can learn through cannabis and, and living the lifestyle that we live. So yeah, I definitely think it has applications for both women and men, but for women, especially, you know, we, we have this calling to mother nature and I feel like we, we have an opportunity to really embody that by um, embracing plant medicine and, and sharing it with other women in the community. So I I'm here, I'm here for it. You know what I mean? Like I'm mm -hmm. ready for other women to kind of like embrace new age, right? Like embrace what, what old medicine can do here in, in, in our modern world today. So nice. Nice. Eve, do you have thoughts about, about this for women's health? And, uh, is, is it cannabis lifestyle helped you uh, as a woman through your life cycle? Um, for many years, uh, cannabis companies, um, anything dealing with cannabis, were led by men. And the women did all the grunt jobs because we're women. And um, But through um, our cannabis activism and everything, we become equals and or, you know, even, oh, that, that girl just, you know, is so 
she's pregnant, she has all this, and she's out there getting signatures for our initiatives to legalize. And mm -hmm. um, but it was hard because it is stereotypical, but at the same time, it was a man-led um, mm -hmm. world, at least in the activism, and um, for a while, and then more women got into it and some were just like they're the partner to the owner you know the man you know and mm -hmm. um but i'm happy to see that it's um men have stepped up <laughs> and uh, i just love that that you know because of this plant the cannabis plant we've all become friends we with each other we've all become helpmates, and mm -hmm. um you know, giving new ideas. And um, there are just so many areas we have left to uh, explore. And I, mm -hmm. I can't wait to see what's next. What's next, right? Yeah, me too. Uh, Tom, what are your thoughts about this? You mentioned that your wife was ill and that, uh, you know, we were caring for her health by really embracing this cannabis lifestyle even further. Um, what are your thoughts in regard to women, cannabis, lifestyle, and health? Well, I think it's, you know, both my wife and my daughter, they go through their monthly cycles, and it definitely really helps take the edge off, and it helps take the edge off off uh, normal everyday life for both of them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's different strains that we use for different things, and, you know, they have their daytime strains that give them an uplifting feeling and help them throughout the day and then they have strains that and generally the strains that I like for those things they don't like for those things mm -hmm. you know they and and so everything is really strain specific and and strain specific all the way down to, to the individual mm -hmm. um so uh, I see it really being beneficial to my wife and my daughter um we've all we all consume cannabis on on a daily regular basis for our own needs and we mm -hmm. you know have defined the strains that work best for us so my final question is um if someone is wanting to embark on a cannabis lifestyle i, I know crystal kind of outlined earlier she's like you know the cannabis kind of led to these other positive healthy things but let's say someone's just kind of getting started and they're wondering, you know, how is this going to, how am I going to implement this in my life? You know, um, do you have any advice uh, to help them to get started uh, with that? How, how about you, Eve, if you could start? Just find a good source of uh, cannabis that you like, um, or, you know, there are people that come up with new strains every day and whatever. Mm -hmm. um, just be open to other people's ideas. Um, it may not help you in any way, but if you take one thing from it, you do. And um, I really have noticed um, um, our children, um, you know, when we had to hide, you know, it was real hard. You know, we were paranoid and all that. And we didn't want our kids to know and mm -hmm. uh, things like that. And it's important because children use like Charlotte, is it Fiji, Fiji um, Charlotte's web. Uh -huh. There are so many people in this world that have defied um, logic in, you know, that medicine helped keep her alive for so long. Mm 
-hmm. and there are other people like her but um my advice is just um be open to um learning more and um just you know keep being friends you know with the ones that we're blessed to have and um mm -hmm. uh, and that it's something we don't do alone. We do it with other people's help and love. I love that. Thank you. Tom, do you, do you have any advice uh, for people just kind of getting started? Sure. If you live in a state where you can uh, grow a couple of personal plants, I would start right there. There's mm -hmm. nothing like growing a plant. Um, I have so many friends that I've turned it on to over the years. And in Oregon, uh, you could grow your four plants, uh, no problem. In Washington, you got to have a medical permit to do it or a medical um, letter from your doctor. And uh, I would just start growing it. There's nothing like, there's nothing healing or more beneficial or gives you so much joy and satisfaction as growing your own. Mm -hmm. And then being able to just start there. And if you can't start there, find a local grower um, who lives up to your expectations as far as going organic or going growing organically or growing with clean inputs and making sure they you have the cleanest they don't spray their plants uh, and you know maybe reach out and see if you could spend a little time with them in their farm or do a little volunteer work on on their mm -hmm. farm so you have uh, better access to um, the plant and it's you know it's healing properties so mm -hmm. you know we back in the day we used to just all hang out together at all these events mm -hmm. and that would be a good place to go like in seattle everybody in the pacific northwest their first introduction to cannabis was going to hemp fest mm -hmm. buying a bong <laughs> buying a dime bag of weed and sitting on one of those grassy knolls out there in seattle and burning them down, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. that was like the initiated rites. Every summer, these kids would bus and hitchhike and go in carpools and they'd all go to Hempfest. They'd buy their they'd buy their bong and then they would go out and they'd buy themselves a bag. And boy, that was kind of their initiation into the lifestyle. Now that we have uh, uh, stores on every corner, I'm not in saying that people should buy weed for kids or something i guess kids are going to have to find their own way to do it like we did <laughs> like we back did, in the right? day i'm yeah. not i'm not i'm not encouraging it it right. has you mm -hmm. know life happens so i mean as far as adults going and they want to get into the lifestyle not only don't look into and getting clean cannabis but you know, if you really want to be healthy, you're going to have to change your whole lifestyle, like ditch the Coca-Colas and the candy bars and these energy drinks and all mm -hmm. that stuff and drink more water and eat more clean food and know your farmer and know your cannabis farmer and really kind of immerse yourself into the lifestyle. I think that's the best way nice. to do it. Nice. Thank you for that. Um, and Crystal, uh, do you have any advice for people just embarking on a cannabis lifestyle? Uh, find, find the others, you know, find <laughs> us and, and ask us those uncomfortable questions that you have about cannabis. I mean, that's, I, I love that. I love when people reach out to me and, and ask me about cannabis because it, it shows me that 
I'm doing what I intend to be doing, mm -hmm. uh, getting out the word, right? Educating other people about how practical it is and how helpful it can be for, for everyone. Right. Um, it has an application, I believe everybody can find in their life. So yeah, find, find mentorship. Um, and whether or not you seek out that mentorship, it will find you in the cannabis space and it's, it's part of the community. So yeah um reach out that's my best advice again great excellent advice from all of you well this has been amazing i've learned a lot and i hope everyone out there uh feels the same way i'm sure they do um eve lentz once again um it's been such an honor to to talk with you and hear your insights and some of the more of the history really um tom Lowerman same thank you so much for being here and for giving your insights and crystal anderson i love what you're doing and thank you also for joining me today um, i think we had a pretty good cross-section of different ages and different uh, states and uh, walks of life and i believe uh you know anyone can embark on a cannabis lifestyle i agree i think it's a healthy lifestyle that promotes wellness and uh, I think we see that uh, with the people here today as well. So thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Wendy. Absolutely. Take care now. This is Mile High News on the Wendy Love Edge Show with your host, Candace Dyer. Today's cannabis news is out of the hill in December 2021 by Sal Albine. Congressional Democrats are gearing up for a sweeping set of incentives aimed at decriminalizing cannabis that they plan to take action on this spring. The federal proposals seek to establish 21st century banking services for nearly an $18 billion industry and purge the criminal records of thousands of cannabis offenders. The growing bipartisan momentum for cannabis reform shows that Congress is primed for progress in 2022. And we are closer than ever to bringing our cannabis policies and laws in line with the American people. Nearly 70% of Americans, including roughly half of Republicans, support legalizing cannabis. The past year saw five states join in allowing recreational cannabis, including New Mexico, New Jersey, Virginia, Connecticut, as well as a wealth of policy ideas and Congress targeted at ending cannabis prohibition, including bills like the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act, or the MORE Act, sponsored by Lee Blumenaver, seek to remove cannabis from the Controlled Substance Act and purge records for those convicted of using cannabis. Other bills would allow the development of legal cannabis market in Washington, D.C., enshrine the legality of the state cannabis programs and the possibility that they should cover even federal workers and provide for cannabis research trials for PTSD while prohibiting retribution by the Veterans Administration against physicians who recommend the substance. Another key bill is the Safe Banking app sponsored by Rep Perlmutter. This would allow cannabis industry access to an array of financial services such as commercial loans, checking accounts, and credit card processing. Under the current law, 
financial institutions providing banking services to legitimate and licensed cannabis businesses under state laws are several federal statutes such as aiding and abetting a federal crime and money laundering. This has forced the cannabis industry in most states where it is legal to conduct business totaling in the billions of dollars almost entirely in cash leading to the occasional high-profile robberies and murders. Then there are bills like Bipartisan Medical Marijuana Research Act that measure would remove restrictions from federal researching studying cannabis and ensure that researchers have access to the same high-grade product that is used by consumers. Taken together, the bills show the broad strokes what America Wanna liberalization policy could look like. A modern, diverse, regulated industry of small producers, not dominated by giants like alcohol and tobacco. In addition to investing in the communities most impacted by the war on drugs, it's critical that the cannabis industry, especially for people of color, give them the equal opportunity to participate. Us cannabis activists definitely have our work cut out for us this spring. Get ready for an action-packed session of cannabis legalization. This has been a Mile High News Report from the Wendy Love Edge Show, and I'm your host, Candace Dyer. Stay lit, everyone. Peace. Uh, well, it was it was my honor, really, to interview Eve Lentz uh, and Tom Lowerman, all of them, actually. But man, I never expected to be chatting with Eve Lentz uh, like that. And uh, I think it was Wendy. Uh, she's a uh, legend. She has marijuana strains named after her. She does. Like, isn't that like a goal in life for someone just to name a you know the Girl Scouts or the other ones? So I don't <laughs> even know. How do you even get that done? But that's a, that's legendary. I know sure. it is. It is. I keep hoping someone might do it. I, I'll put that out there. <laughs> Just put out that Wendy Love Edge stuff. There you get go. Job. <laughs> oh, I love it. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up with uh, Candace with another uh, update with the news? She's so good when she's really, really high. So I'm, <laughs> I'm impressed with her just reading at this point. It's amazing. I just, we would give her a round of applause. Yes, yes, mile high, mile high. <laughs> She's a mile high in Texas, as we say. There you go. Uh, so what have you been watching? You know, Wendy, we were talking a little bit about it last week. I watched a few movies here and there. I'm still waiting to watch Spider-Man. I haven't seen it yet, but I ran it randomly ran into a, a comedy that I don't think very many people have watched. And maybe I'm I've been the wrong, but this uh, this movie is called Long Shot, and oh. it's with Seth Rogen and the beautiful Charlize Theron. And oh. I watched it the other night, and I'm telling you, it was absolutely hilarious. Uh, stoner stoner comedy, like you wouldn't believe. Uh, and <laughs> talk just, about cannabis lifestyle, Seth Rogen, yes, of course. Yes, and they definitely uh, use cannabis in the movie uh-huh. for sure. Um, and you know what? I think the best part about this is uh, the guy, Seth Rogen's character, has a best friend that he went to college with, and he's like the number one hype man. Like, you want someone in your life that is straight up like hyping you up all the time. 
you know so it's that. they want that and, person <laughs> yes everyone yes. wants that just a friend that's just hyping you up all the time so um that it's so great i highly suggest it i highly suggest it um <laughs> You know, one thing is, I love to do in those films, like every time they either mention cannabis or smoke, I, I smoke with them. You have to smoke with them. Yes. That's good. Do you have to do the same thing? Because I mean, I think they go big in that one. So I don't know. Oh, gosh. Uh, okay. You know, it's like on super high or something. You have to go really big. I hope you're not watching that movie and trying to keep along. <laughs> keep so, up with that. I, I've tried. Sometimes I can't, but I'll try. You know, it's funny because um, Angela it's like that with coffee. If she's watching something and someone starts drinking coffee, she she pauses it coffee. and goes and makes coffee. <laughs> <laughs> if I drink coffee, I bounce off the walls, man. My parents <laughs> wouldn't even let me have uh, Dr. Pepper as a kid or I'd just freak out. I was telling someone that the other day. I think I'm, I was like the Kool-Aid mustache kid, you know, like they can't, <laughs> they can't give me that stuff or I'll freak out. Oh, so I'll know, remember that. Going the other way, a little slower is a little helpful. Yes. So, so uh, for this this movie, what was it called again? Sorry, I... it's called Long Shot. Long and, Shot. Uh, it's sort mm-hmm. of a political movie. Like uh, Charlize Theron is running for president. She used to be Secretary of State. Ooh. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd vote for I, her. Yes. <laughs> and that's what I thought. I thought halfway through the movie, she was running. I was like, you know, I'd probably vote for her. I mean, we did have <laughs> uh, a, a president not too long ago that was not very political and more on the uh, entertainment side. So mm-hmm. why can't we have someone like that? Yeah. She was so good in that movie too. You've got to watch it. It's so oh, great. So, I, I will you know, definitely. You do the ratings thing, right? Like, yes. Yeah, so is it a bud, a roach, or, or a bust? This is this is two buds up. Two buds. Two buds oh, up. we got to watch it then. It's one of my one of my favorite movies that I've seen at comedies in a while. And as I said, I, I laughed out loud a lot of times so and that's one of those movies that I think it just passed by us Uh I don't know I just for some reason I I didn't know it existed so it uh, says a lot when you actually laugh out loud because there's a lot of comedies that I watch the whole thing and it might be a little funny but I'm not really laughing you know exactly (laughs) exactly I dare you to go through that whole movie and not laugh it's it's definitely laugh out loud funny you'll you'll enjoy it and especially if you're trying to keep up Wendy Uh, (laughs) it'll be that much funnier for sure Uh, well that sounds great um well we have a new sponsor Irie Bliss Wellness I just wanted to let everyone know about that um and if they want to they could uh, check out uh, our link on wjae420.com and uh, great CBD products and uh, also you know just natural healing products as well and that's part of your cannabis lifestyle right so the CBDs mm-hmm. and all that stuff is part of the cannabis lifestyle so people think always like it has to be THC but that's not true right that is not true there's so many cannabinoids in fact they're finding more all the time we've just hit the tip of the iceberg where that's concerned and CBD is so helpful in healing for many many things um, but yeah, definitely, um, you're absolutely right. Cannabis lifestyle, all different cannabinoids. <laughs> yeah, all the canna- and they find them every day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Under rocks. It's just <laughs> insane where they find these things. <laughs> uh, well, coming up next, Dr. Brian Nickel will be pairing a cannabis strain with our musical guest. I'm Dr. Brian Nickel, your cannabis expert for CannabisExpertMD.com with another music and cannabis pairing for the Wendy Love Ed Show. Wendy's musical guest this week is Jordan Jade. She's from Vallejo, California. 
Her first single was released in August of 2021 and her debut EP, entitled Jaded, it's uh, coming this spring. She's a very strong cannabis advocate and has been nominated for the 2022 Cannabis Musician of the Year Awards by the OC Cannabis Awards Committee. And she will be performing at that show on the 29th uh, at Garden Grove, California, at the show they're having then. She's also an owner of Jade Healing Company. They produce a variety of full-spectrum CBD products. I listened to her cut with me. Now, this is a very, very hypnotic, well-mixed, heavy-layered tune with uh, Jordan's really seductive vocals inviting you to uh, join her in a bit of relaxation and uh, the healing vibe of the music, along with a bit of cannabis. For this, I was looking for a strain which will put you into the state of mind to slip into the real chill state with her. I selected based on the cannabinoid and terpene profiles available to me, Natural State Medicinals, Commerce City Kush. Commerce City Kush is always a potent strain. This one tested out at 26% total THC. A little bit of trace CBD was present. It is very potent in the terpene department too at 2.28 total percent. Heavily myrcene dominant at 0.67%. Humulene's up next at 0.52. Beta-caryophyllin at 0.45. The linalool's present at 0.23%. With limonene and uh, terpinoline tied right about 1.75 each. Commerce City Kush. Now, the THC and the myrcene, they should combine to give you a really quick cerebral effect, which then settles into a very chill body and head high. The hemoline, it can chase some of the munchies away that can occur with high THC strains. The limoline will help with any anxiety you may be having. While the linalool and terpinoline combine with the myrcene to provide really a hypnotic, relaxing, chill vibe, they'll really put you in the healing state Jordan Jade invites you to join her with. For more information on all things medical cannabis, do check us out at CannabisExpertMD.com. We're also available on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter under Cannabis Expert MD. Now I present to you Jordan Jade in With Me.
see you at your best. I want you to eliminate your stress. How you feel? Get it off your chest. Wanna see you out that dress. I love when your hair look a mess. Long shirt still, pull it off and sweat. Tell me how you feel. Type to serenade you with a meal. I'm tucked off like the Hulu and chill. I love your low vibe. When you're around, nothing feels out of line. Got it all, don't need nothing on the side. Vibe with me. I can see the look in your face. I can tell you feeling me. Gotta keep it open and honest. It ain't no mystery. Anything happened before me is just a memory. Communication, all it really takes to fix your energy. Packing up that baggage, gotta learn I'm not your enemy. All them long nights made you feel all alone. Reminiscing nights, I used to teach you how to roll. Your little pride cute won't even hit up my phone. Teddy here with your Food is Medicine Minute. We are talking about a healthy lifestyle. And for women to lead a healthy lifestyle, even men, I'm going to talk about a vegetable that most people can't get a hold of. And it is not sold in the grocery stores. And that is cannabis. Cannabis in its raw form makes an excellent dietary supplement. It is high in omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. It is high in vitamin K, vitamin D, and vitamin C. It has protein matter to it. It is low in calories and it is very, very versatile. You can pick it right off the plant and mix it with your salads or you can juice it and use it in your smoothies later. For more information on Food is Medicine, please feel free to contact me at Learn From Teddy on Facebook. Well, what a great show it's been. I love talking about the cannabis lifestyle and all the different parts of it. Yeah, especially in this big field of cannabis. Like, <laughs> we need to start a bonfire, like, right over here in this area. Um, <laughs> is, that, is that a thing we can just start throwing it on the fire? I don't know if that, <laughs> that happens that way. I saw a video one time of that. Um, it's beautiful, though, isn't it? You know, a lot of people is. always... You know, they they think of all these bad stigmas attached to it, but then we always realize that it's a plant and it's mm-hmm. it's a flower and it's absolutely beautiful. I don't even care if you uh, use or not. It's just what a, what a wonderful thing it is. Absolutely, and the the smell when I look at photos like that of fields, I can I can almost smell it. You know, yep. um, I remember the first time I went to a hemp farm here in Arkansas. So I came from a place where people are growing everywhere and you know, it's, it's more readily available and right. came to Arkansas and uh, it took them a while to implement the initiative. And then after the hemp bill passed, of course, then people started growing hemp too. Right. The first time I actually cried, I like drove around the corner and I could smell it. I had my window open. Yeah. I could smell it. And it's like, I start the tears just started. Running down my face. 
It wasn't like, because it was just sticky icky either. It was just like, it was emotional, right? It was. It's like, man, in Arkansas, I can smell it and I can see it growing. And even though it's, it's uh, you know, hemp, which is, you know, it's not the full uh, plant, but it's still so, so important so and helpful. so useful in every so way. Beautiful. Yes. Yes. Right. Agreed. Um, yeah. So do you have any final thoughts about cannabis lifestyle? You know, we were talking about this early in the show, and I definitely want to reiterate that everyone has their own lifestyle and everyone has their own past. So judgment, you got to throw that out the window most of the times when mm -hmm. it comes to this. So a lot of time it's first sight what you make those judgments, but understand that everyone goes through a different thing. You know, there are people that literally depend on cannabis to have a regular life mm -hmm. um as we know that it can it can stop seizures in the tracks and some for some people and um so when you know people are going through this there's people that do all sorts of things so just know that it's just another lifestyle and uh and love them just the same and yeah. hopefully learn from them and there's some things that maybe you can utilize for your life yes absolutely i completely agree and, uh, and I want to reiterate, you know, what Tom Lowerman said early in the show, you know, a lot of folks like Eve Lentz and Tom and many others really paved the way for us to live this lifestyle that, uh, that we can more openly um, and have more access. Um, so we need to make sure we give them props and, and you know, help yeah. them out where we can. What um, I mean, they were they're pioneers, Wendy. I mean, you mm -hmm. gotta think about what they had to go through. You know, there are laws back in the day that would arrest you and keep you under the jail. Oh, yeah. You know? mm -hmm. And and now they're advocates for they're the people that stood up and told lawmakers and all these people and politicians that there are things that we could really use and and this war against a plant is something that um, that definitely needs to be looked at and studied. And and we're so lucky in 2022 to um, to have this. So the younger people need to understand that it wasn't always like this. And I think it's for uh, for the older generation, it's hard to explain what it used to be like. Right. Uh, but but it continues. The fight continues even today. So that lifestyle, people like Wendy here and and mm -hmm. uh, and all of you guys that are living that lifestyle of this, this is the, the you got to carry the torch on for those people. Yes, agreed, agreed. End the drug war. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yes. And on that note, everyone have a great week. Bye. Bye. The Wendy Lovett Show is sponsored in part by Caris Healthcare, The Relevant App, Purely Natural CBD, Lindsay Camp, and Synergy One Lending. Lit Premium Smoking Supplies, 131 Inclusion Gallery. Irie Bliss Wellness, 